Who's the actor? To play the Santa. Tim Allen. It's Buzz Lightyear. Oh, okay. So he has, like, kind of a good voice. I don't know what he looks like in real life, though, so... I'm just trying to... You don't know what Tim Allen looks like? My brain is not bringing me a picture of him, at least. Oh, God, okay. Not from the name. Hold the podcast. Hold everything. This is the intro. We We rate the dads. 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 Hi, welcome to the podcast. I'm Danny. I'm Julia. And we're gonna rate some dads to recap. Uh, if you're a flatliner, we don't know anything about you. There's not enough data. If they're valid, then they're good. Would give them a baby in our, like, be like a classic example in our stalk class of who to give a baby to. Yeah, they the, face up on a PowerPoint. What, what to plant the little babies in their cabbage patches when they can just dig them up and find them. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, just know, just knows, never give them a baby, never. Nope. 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 They should not be dads. Should not be dads. Uh, complex is like, well, you got some improvement to do. Also, maybe you're kind of like a human being. You might be like, we might just be seeing you on a bad day. Yeah, they, they have some flaws that some need flaws. some work. See some but work. They're not terrible. They're not terrible. Yeah. Gosh, we got through that so quickly. I think you talked in a million miles an hour. Well, we're we getting it down. Slow it down after the woods and pull it up. Zero point five. <laughs> You've got a bit of a Russian accent when you just. I was trying to make you always people sound drunk when they slow it down. Have you not heard this? You yeah. have pockets when it's slow and it's like, hello, my name is Daddy and welcome to the podcast. I'm gonna try and speak and speed them up and it sounds not. <laughs> anyway, right? Yeah. So today it is the Christmas episode. Christmas, yeah. Woo. Okay. So uh, we're gonna talk about a variety of. Christmas films from the truly terrible to the classics. Yes, we. Uh, yes, I will do that. I'll put some good Christmassy background things yeah. in it. Thank you for giving me more work on editing the yes. podcast. We're sat here in front of our fire with the fire logs crackling. Yep, we're going to put that in the background as well now. Yeah. <laughs> and sinking our glasses of... <laughs> mold wine. Of, well, Baileys. You can have Baileys. I have oh, Baileys. I don't like mold wine. Incorrect answer. There we go. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Right, so um, Danny has seen more Christmas movies than me. Yeah. Christmas movies aren't really my thing, so... You like them rom-com Christmas movies. Uh, I like rom-coms. A Christmas I, The prince. Christmas rom-coms are usually very bad. As shall be evidenced by one of the ones that I'm going to talk about today. It's a Christmas rom-com. You would like them Hallmark movies, though. Yeah, uh, Vanessa, my friend, Vanessa, she made me watch them once with her, and we watched, like, about three... I think this might have been when her child was a small, um, so we couldn't really leave the house. So we just sat there watching it all day. And I was like, my God, this is the best thing. that This is the best channel. And I was like, I'm so happy that you found your thing. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, please, uh, somebody take me away from good. now. But also, like, they, I think they must have been like weird Christian movies. Because a lot of it was all about, like, it was a lot of, like, bringing it back to what really matters, which is that Jesus was born. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, I would not enjoy that, really. It was always, like, it was always, like, like a, a girl from the big city coming back to a small town, and then she she finds her true love, and he makes gingerbread man. Yeah, and she, like, learns to be less uptight and not yeah, stick up with that. that's it. Okay. And not care about her financial responsibilities, presumably. I don't know. Yeah. Houses, houses, land is cheaper in America. That is, that is very true. 
Yeah. Back onto the track. So, Jules, do you want to talk about your dad first? Since you've okay, yeah. So, uh, I've watched two Christmas movies recently. One of which I watched with Danny, so we'll probably talk about that together. Which was Klaus. Oh. Which was like an animated movie that they've made this year that's come What's out on Netflix movie that for streaming. I it was good. Um, and then I was like, oh, I also <laughs> need to watch another one. And I was gonna watch it in a Wonderful Life, but it's not on Netflix. Um, so I watched. Uh, the night before Christmas, but when I say the night, I mean the, the night. night before Christmas. <laughs> He's got a sword. It's got Vanessa Hutchinson, which I think is probably setting the tone for what this movie is like. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's it's a... It's uh, one of them Christmas prints, Christmas wedding, Christmas baby... Kind of movies. Sh- shit, you know? Yeah. Have you seen the Christmas prints? I, I did. I watched it last year. It was not great. It was all right. Yeah. It was better than this one was. Oh. This one was uh, uh, like there was no there was no tension there was no stakes. Ooh. It was he had to come. But the postman just came. The postman did just came. Maybe we put Christmas cards. Anyway, uh, yeah. So there's a knight from the 1300s in England who has to complete his true quest um, before Christmas Day so that he can come back and see his brother be knighted. Um, that's the stakes. He needs to do it so he can go back and see his bro united. See what I mean by very little stakes. And his quest is to go forward in time and fall in love with Vanessa Hutchins, who's a teacher in Ohio. Wow, she's got a niece and a sister who's is married. Is there some difficulty in this? Um, not hugely. He he saves her niece who gets lost in the snow, mm. and. He helps her set up for, like, a Christmas Eve party thing that they do in the neighborhood. Okay. Not really any, not really any tension or, like, danger or anything, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Anyway, very little dadding. Yeah. There are two dads, one of which we see for about ten seconds, whose uh, wife passed away and he's got four kids. But he, he's still, like, he's got two jobs trying to support them. Oh, my God. And he still makes time to volunteer because he wants to show <coughs> his kids that giving stuff back is important. So... In the, the 10 seconds that we saw, I probably put him down as a valid dad, but he's mostly just a plot device yeah. for the thing. Yeah. And talk about the true meaning of Christmas. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And th- but are we say flatliner or valid? It seems he's doing a lot. He's doing a lot. So I probably go with valid because okay. we have uh, no counter evidence. He's doing his best. He's doing, he's working very hard. Um, and then we have uh, the, uh, so her sister's husband, he's the dad of the girl that gets missing in the snow, but he's mostly on a business trip for the whole thing, so he can be out of the way and the night can save the day, I think. Also. Wait, her boyfriend or her dad? What? Wait, what? You said he has to be out of the way. I zoned out there for a good second. Okay. <laughs> so, Vanessa Hutchins' character, the yeah. main character, I don't even know what her actual name was in the movie, okay. I lost track of that. Yeah. Uh, she has a sister. Oh. And her sister's married. Okay. And they have a kid. Oh. Which is the main character's niece. The kid goes missing in the snow, oh. but the husband's on a business trip, so the oh. knight saves her because yeah. the knight has to have something to do in yeah. the movie. You can't make the dad look terrible and incompetent, but also the knight has to, yeah. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, and the, the only thing that I really noted about him, he didn't really do any dadding. He turned back up for, like, Christmas Eve, and they Aww. were, like, did some presents and stuff. He it made, was cute. He was on a business trip, and he made the time to come back. That's a point. That is a point in his favour. Um, mostly, I was just like, he's more attractive than the knight. Yeah. That was my main impression that I got from this. Okay. Um, but he seemed very nice. 
didn't seem to have any like major flaws, but nobody has any major flaws in these kind of films. So no. we're just gonna say flatliners. Yeah, I think we're gonna say flatliner. That that was what I got from that. So let's come up with something with a bit more uh sure stuff to talk about. Honorable mention: The Christmas Chronicles. Um, how do we? So there is a there is a sort of doubt in it in that um, uh, the main character there's like a family. Uh, the little girl believes in Santa for Christmas, Father Christmas. The older brother does not. Their father made a big effort. He made, like, Christmas and stuff, but now he's dead. So he is very, he's dealing with this grief, and he's rebelling against his mother, who is very overworked. And then they actually meet actual Christmas, who's, like, uh, God, what's his name? He's married to Goldie Horn. What's his name? Kurt Russell? I will take your word for it. Whatever. Um, they actually meet Santa, and they, like, you know, they get, they... I don't know. They help. They lose all of his presents and shit. But stuff happens. They have. They. It's fun. It's like it's fun time. Like a mini Christmas adventure. Like a mini Christmas adventures on Netflix is a movie. It was kind of fun, um, but I don't think we can rate a dead dad. We only see him in like flashbacks. Yeah. Do you see much of him in flashbacks or just like occasionally? Um, I think you see like a montage of Christmas and stuff, and so they talks about him. Well, we did rate T'Chaka, but we saw him. Dad. We saw him, Dad. In live time. You know, it wasn't a flashback. Yeah. I think flashbacks count if they are, like, real and they're not, like... Okay, we like, like an imagined memory. Let's just say valid then yeah. for this guy. He seems, like, pretty good. Um, what else we got? We got... Oh, uh, we've got the um, the Christmas Carol dad, Bob Cratchit. Oh, yeah. Uh, we were discussing all the different versions versus... Muppet Christmas Carol. Muppet Christmas Carol. I mean, he seems... Honestly, Bob, he seems pretty valid. He works very hard. He works incredibly hard for his children. Like, maybe he's a little bit too nice. If he was less nice and more kind of cutthroat, maybe his family would have a better life. Yeah. And that they would have more money. But he's teaching his children good values, and he's being a much a good mm. person. And also, it is, like, Victorian, like, England. I'm not sure how much being more cutthroat would really help if you were... From the, like, working class. I don't know. Scrooge seemed to do okie dokie. Yeah. He, he was really mean. Uh, he had more education, doesn't he, than Cratchit? I don't know. Well, let's not get into this. I don't know. He was. He seemed pretty poor when he was up and coming. Yeah. Because he went to that school, didn't he? That, he went to like, the school. Hard school. He went to the hard... Did, yeah, he went to a hard school. And then he got, like... He got, like, um... What's his face? It's played by Fozzy Bear in The Muppets Christmas Carol. What's his face? <laughs> his nice boss who helps him, who gives him a leg up. Oh, I can't remember. Yeah. yeah. See, but that was, that was, that was not because of his ruthlessness, because his nice boss gave him a leg up. Yeah, exactly. But, like, and then he was ruthless and made more money and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, blah, blah. yeah. It was luck, basically. Yeah, he got, he got that step on the ladder yeah. that was, like, enough for his ruthlessness. And then he kicked everybody else down. Yeah. <laughs> and then he learned not to kick everybody else down everybody else, yeah. after, like, a rather traumatic experience involving lots of ghosts. Yeah, he saw his own death. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I would say Bob Cratchit's valid. He's yeah. valid in most adaptions. I don't know if you can speak for the actual play. Is he valid in that? Um, I, a lot of the plays that, like, versions that I've seen have been very, probably hugely adapted because they're like, this is our take on oh. Christmas Carol. It's set in, uh, a, it's set in a Welsh mine. <laughs> Yeah, I've know. not seen one that's set in a Welsh mine, no. <laughs> I know, I was trying to think of something crazy. I should have said something like, it's set in... You get a lot of modern day adaptions of it's it. It's set in, it's set in pre, pre, pre-colonialism, Middle America. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not sure Chris 
Christmas is really relevant to pre-colonialism. No, that's why it's an adaption. It's the diff- It's the before the day of the the dead days or whatever it is. You know that bit of the calendar where they're like these days aren't real. Nobody can be born then. Okay. Is that uh, the Aztec side of the calendar? I, I don't know very much about the Aztec. Kind they of had to fit so. them into the. They fit all the days in the calendar. They had a couple of dead days in the middle. But it's really like we're just not going to do anything. We're going to pretend nothing's happening. Uh, Maybe that's I a lie. Sh- I will we'll look that up. But okay. this sounds interesting. But it's not something that I know about. I don't know anything about Aztecs really. But when you said cool adaptions, I was like, wow, they're going to put someone off uh, the chain. I mean, I was more thinking about like they had fun music, or they said oh. it in the modern day, and everybody was like. I don't know, wearing wow. tracksuits or TM whatever. TM that Aztec idea for me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Copyrighted Copyright. to Danny. Copyright to me. Uh, what else? Uh, yes, they're valid. What else we got? I don't think there are any other dads in that, apart from... Uh, yeah, you don't really learn that much about anybody else's dads. No. So, next one? Next one. Uh, we've got Jingle All The Way, which has got Arnold Schwarzenegger playing... A regular Joe. Have you seen this? I've not seen Jingle Oh, George, you have to watch it. Enlighten me as to what the plot is. So the plot is, the plot is that he's a terrible father. Okay. <laughs> so, like, he, he he's working all the time. He's, like, a salesman or something. Or something. He has an office job. Or, like... Um, he doesn't make time for his family? He doesn't make time for his family. He's always off traveling and stuff like that. Um, and his wife asked him to get the only thing her son wants, their son wants for Christmas... Uh, which is uh, a turbo mantle, which is like Buzz Lightyear, and that everybody wants one. Everybody fucking wants one. It's like a Cabbage Patch Kids. Okay, yeah. It's I, like a Tickle Me Elmo. It's like an Elsa dress. Everybody wants one. It's not enough. That's not enough. That's yeah. not enough. They're, they're making it scarce so it can drive up the prices. Or they're just, I everybody think wants they one. just didn't know how popular it would be. Uh, and they didn't order enough earlier on in the year, and now they're, now they're running out. Fair now enough. they're running out. Uh, or it could be your idea, I don't know. Um, so basically it's all, it's absolute pandemic. He's like, it's like the day before Christmas or the 23rd of December when he realizes and she's like, oh my God, did you get the turbo mantle? And he's like, yeah, I got the turbo mantle. Don't lie to your wives, children. Um, don't lie to them. And he's like, this is all the boy wants and he, he's, he's a terrible dad. Um, so he's like, goes on all these adventures trying to get a turbo mantle. They're sold out. They're like they're, they're, he used to go to the shops where they've got like one. Left. I think there's a Simpsons episode that is a parody of this that I I've think seen. It probably is. Like they like they're like they're like people are grabbing each other in the supermarkets and like pushing each other into aisles. You're like killing each other to get these turbo man dolls. And there's this other dad as well, played by I can't remember what his name is. Um, played by Sinbad. I'm gonna look this up. Uh, who's a postman whose son also wants the doll. I don't think he could get the time off. Maybe he um, he also didn't try and get it early enough. Maybe he couldn't afford one. I can't remember. I imagine it's probably like a uh, he's less fortunate than you kind of so, scenario. Yeah. He's not. He he's he's clearly makes less money than Arnold Schwarzenegger's office based sales guy. Yes, you are correct. Um, so they basically sort of team up and try and get one. There's like there's a bit where they go to a shop. There's a competition. Uh, they both don't get it there's like i think they go to a radio station because there's like an online oh, online a radio competition where you call it there's hijinks he the the postman simbad he blows up 
He blows up somebody. He gives them a gives them a present with a bomb in it. I do okay. He gives this to the SWAT team. I don't know. I can't remember why. He gives them a present with a bomb in it or whatever. Um, I assume that somebody has sent into the post office. You know, like they've identified it as a dangerous one. I don't know if he made the bomb and wrapped it. I would hope that he didn't. But also, why would you? It doesn't kill anybody. It just blow. They it explodes or whatever. Like, the windows get blown out, and then you cut back into the room, and there are these policemen with, like, their eyebrows blown off, and, like, they're, like, slightly singed. Oh, so, yeah. Like, it's family a, movie, nobody it's a, dies. It's a comedy bomb. It's a comedy bomb. It's a comedy bomb. Um, so that happens. Um, and then at the end, what happens is, is that he, um, he gets mistaken for the Turbo Man in the parade. The Christmas parade. Because it's Arnold Schwarzenegger, and he looks like... Uh, <laughs> no, everybody's lessons. pretending that he's a totally normal man. Um, it's very bizarre. Um, and there's a, tur- I think he was trying to get the, because they've got like a turbo man that the turbo man is going to give to a kid uh, in the parade. Oh, it's like to give away. To give away. He's trying to grab it, whatever. They're mistaken for turbo man. He gets put in the turbo man outfit. Um, the postman goes and gets the villain's outfit. He's like, I don't know. Ties the guy up who's supposed to do it and then puts on the outfit and then they like fight each other on top of the parade floats. <laughs> Dressed up as the characters from the TV show, I guess. This movie. It's crazy. Um, uh, and then eventually he sort of tries to give the Turbo Mad to the, the boy, his child, who's played by Anakin Skywalker. Uh, young boy. Young, young Anakin Skywalker. Young Anakin Skywalker. I didn't realize he'd been in any other movies. Yeah. No, he's well, in this movie. Um, okay. He does a good job. Um, what about this? Oh, yeah, and he's like, uh, no, the yeah, the little boy um, is like, no, no, no. You, he, gives the, he gives the Turbo Man to the postman because he has, he has his own Turbo Man and that's his dad. Something like that. Aww. It's cute. I think, I think the postman gets arrested. <laughs> I mean, he did try and blow up a SWAT team. He tried to blow up a SWAT team, and he also assaulted a man who was about to put on a costume for a parade. Well, at least his kid got a present. He, got a present. he was a funny character. Um, there's one other dad in this as well, who is the man trying to seduce Arnold Schwarzenegger's wife. He's like Side her divorcee block. or a widow or something like that. Um, and he's like there for her and supportive and like helps out around the house because Arnold Schwarzenegger's too busy. And um, listens to the wife and like tries to help her or whatever. He has his own child. Um, I don't know if he. I don't know what's happening. I think the kid seems okay. He seems all right. Uh, I'd say he's a complex dad. He seems to be sort of like trying to leverage his child and use the friendship between the two boys to try and get himself a sweet new wife. Uh, so he's like taking advantage of a situation that wouldn't have been there without his kid. Yeah. But not I mean, necessarily. I don't think he's necessarily being bad dad. He seems pretty on top of it. He seems there. He seems very handy around the house. Like he's not working all the time. He's not a workaholic. I don't think he's a terrible father. They're just making him a little bad guy. Yeah. Well, he is trying to get somebody yeah. to. Yeah. I mean, he's never. I mean, Arnold Schwarzenegger is clearly not really not, doing great in this marriage, yeah. to be honest. I mean, he's dropping the ball. Whatever. I would say complex. I would say they're all complex. Yeah, they do sound all complex. Complex uh, to varying degrees. Is it made clear at the end of the movie that Arnold Schwarzenegger has learned his lesson and he will now spend more time with his family? I don't think so. Oh, okay. See, uh, I just wish people would, like, learn from their mistakes. I, do, I mean, I mean, he's like, oh, I'll do a better, whatever. But I don't know if he actually does. It just sort of cuts at the end. 
Okay. But you said that was sequels. No, this is to Santa Claus. Oh, to Santa Claus and sequels. Okay, sorry. I was incorrect. Uh, all right. Santa Claus. Spoilers, uh, I guess. Um, Tim Allen is the dad. He's also a marketing executive that works too much. He, like, so, spends too much time. He works for, like, a toy company. This is a very classic Christmas movie thing. Person that works too much. So doesn't... 90s. I know. So 90s. Why don't my children love me? Is it because I work too much father? No. Yeah. All this insecurity written on the page. Um, so, he's divorced. His wife is, like, remarried. got a new boyfriend. It's, like, I think he's, like, a, he's like a psychiatrist with a new husband. She's all, like... Uh, I think he, he's fine. I think Tim Allen finds him quite condescending or like, I don't know, he's a bit like, he's a bit Mary Gamby, you know? Oh, yeah. Does he like make remarks that imply that Tim Allen's character needs to see a therapist? I think he, uh, I don't remember. I think he's just a bit like, all right. I think he's, he's just like, be like everybody's just got to talk about their feelings and we're all going to be here for each other and we're all going to make sure that Charlie the boy yeah. is okay, that kind of thing. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure, I don't think... I think he's doing a good job. He's doing a good job. I would say pretty okay. Tim Allen's doesn't like him because presumably, yeah. Well, yeah. He's the new boyfriend or whatever. Mm. Um, so he gets Charlie for like Christmas Eve or something. Um, and um, I think he's kind of, he's kind of struggling as a divorced dad. He doesn't really know. He's not really on top of it. Like he ruins the turkey. So they have to go to Denny's. Like a a fast food restaurant and like they don't have anything because it's Christmas um everything's out and they kind of just he sort of looks around and sees all these other like divorced dads with their kids at Christmas Eve because they can't cook um and then what happens is is that uh um Charlie hits somebody on the roof and he makes his dad go outside and it's Santa Claus and um he sort of spooks Santa into falling off the roof and kills him wow that got heavy very quickly. <laughs> like, and then Santa disappears. Like, fucking Obi-Wan Kenobi. And leaving his clothes. Um, and, like, and, and, um, uh, and then there's, like, reindeer on the roof and stuff like that. Basically, Tim Allen has to put the clothes on. Uh, and then go and deliver presents for, like, Christmas. So, you know, children don't wake up. With no presents because Santa is dead. Um, and then he is told afterwards that by putting on the clothes, he has become Santa. He has uh, accepted it via the Santa clause. As in the clause and the yeah, terms it was like, of there agreements. Was like, there was like a little, there was a little card or whatever that says, if you found these clothes, put them on and you'll be Santa or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And he didn't realize there was like a tiny print that says, if you put the clothes on, you're Santa forever. <laughs> I'm glad his character wasn't a lawyer. At the beginning, because <laughs> I mean, he just sat up in court because, like, there's no indication that the print is there. You can't read it. You have to read it under a microscope. I mean, it's fine print, but that's you have to be able to read it. Yeah, it has to be legible. It doesn't just have to be there, and you have to let people know that it's there. Yeah, whatever. Um, so he he sort of over the year he sort of like I don't know his personality changes where he becomes kind of more jolly and stuff like the first year he's doing it like there's this little girl who wakes up and she's like like Santa is that you and he's like oh go back to bed he's like oh why is he have a cookie of milk he's like I don't want to eat a cookie of milk god it's just fattening why does he eat it's just no wonder he's fat kind of thing <laughs> <laughs> this poor child is not traumatized um 
so throughout the year, like, he gains, like, loads of weight, but, like, the doctor's still, like, you're still super healthy. Your heart's great. I don't know why you're putting on so much weight when you do all this exercise. Maybe they should check him for a thyroid problem. But I guess they probably did. And then they were like, everything looks okay. And, like, his hair goes white, and even if he tries to dye it, <laughs> he just comes back again, and he grows, like, a big beard. It comes back, even if he shaves it off. Um... And, like, everybody's really concerned about him. They're like, oh, my God, what's happened? <laughs> he looks like a wreck, I imagine. Well, he looks good. He looks like a good, but he looks, like, 20 years older. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you'd known him the year before, you'd be like, oh, Jesus, what, what happened Jesus to you? What happened to you? Yeah. Is this the look? And everybody's like, why are you dressed? Why are you making yourself look like Santa Claus? This is bizarre. <laughs> and he's like, I'm not doing this. Anyway, um, he gradually becomes Santa and, like, uh, uh... I think the at this point the psychiatrist boyfriend of the mum becomes worried that um, Tim Allen is losing his marbles. I mean, it's not unreasonable. Yeah, you it's it's unreasonable in the movie because he is actually Santa, but it's not. Unreasonable. If you knew somebody who had had that much of a personality shift in a year's yeah. time, yeah. yeah. Um, he's being like better with Charlie and stuff like that, and then eventually he sort of like does the Santa Claus thing. Or like they're like yeah they they're like we're not gonna let you see Charlie anymore because we think that this is really unhealthy and it's gonna affect him, which is kind of sad. But they I mean they eventually backtrack when they realize he is actually Santa Claus. Um, and he like delivers all the presents and stuff, and he's like I'm sorry. He says he sees a little girl again that he was like sort of rude and mean to the first time, and he's like, and he he does the more traditional Santa thing now. Okay, so he, like, comes to terms with his new role. He comes to terms with his new role. He becomes Santa Claus. So I would say complex, the going towards maybe valid. I mean, he has to live in the North Pole now, so we can't see his son as much. Yeah, that is a bit of a pain in the butt. Um, and I think that's... I mean, that's what the second movie's about. It's all about Charlie becoming a teen and maybe being a bit rebellious. So we'll have to watch mm-hmm. that one and then talk to it back next year. Yes. Kick them away, so. Uh, Question. Yeah. Not dad-related, but do they deal with the whole, like, how far Santa would have to go to, like, deliver all the presents in one night thing? He's, like, magic. Okay, so it's just hand-waving magic. Yeah. Okay, cool. I'm pretty sure. There's just, like, there's, like, stuff happens. Stuff happens. That's there's fine. This, it's not like really dad-relevant. There's lots of little elves and stuff, and I'm pretty sure there's, like, Bernard. You know the the guy from 10 Things I Hate About You? What's his name? Not Joseph Gordon-Levitt, the other one. Heath Badger? No. <laughs> not Heath Badger. Uh-huh. The other one, oh, the other guy. I, I vaguely know who you mean, and I can't remember. The one who uh, likes William Shakespeare and then hits on Cat's friend or whatever, and they go to prom together. God, I can't like. remember. Who Him. Is. You know who he I is. I know who you mean. He plays. He plays an elf called Bernard. Bart Bernard. Bernard, <laughs> who basically runs everything. Is he, uh, he's, okay, cool. He's in charge. Really, he's the power behind the throne. I mean, Santa's more of a figurehead. I think. Yeah. Fair. Especially if he's only had one year of experience. Yeah. I imagine these elves have been doing it for ages. Mm. Right, should we talk about Klaus? Yeah. So, uh, I really enjoyed this. I thought it was an excellent Christmas film. It was lovely. It was lovely. It yeah. Really well animated. It was, like, Had a great beautiful. Santa. Like, a proper... Like, he looked kind of terrifying. Um, like, like Santa should do. Because he's yeah. a big guy. With a big, big hair, a big guy. But, like, in a way that children would find appealing. Yeah, you know? he had like he had the rosy cheeks, but it was like initially it was sort of like hidden by the like big old beard, big old beard, and the like the hood that he was wearing yeah. and his like 
He's very like silent and not talkative kind of yeah. personality. He was, like, he was he was kind of like I think he would be scarier for adults because they'd be like, oh my god. But with children, he would be quite quiet. Yeah, like, he's not. I don't think he'd be. He'd be like a, less, he'd be less intimidating. I think to a child. Yeah, because everybody's tall when you're a yeah. kid, so you don't notice the difference really. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the the plot of the movie is uh, there's this postman. Um, what was the postman's name? Jasper. 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 Yeah. Um, who uh, he's got into the postman academy because his dad is like runs his dad the show. Wants him to be a postman. Yeah, he's the postmaster general or whatever. Uh, <laughs> Moist von Lippmann. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, but uh, Jasper is a, a complete layabout and does no work and doesn't learn anything. He doesn't want to. He doesn't want a job. He doesn't want a job. He wants to he live wants to on be his a dad's dilettante. Money. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and his dad has grown completely frustrated with his lack of effort yeah. and sends him with his, like, final chance to make something of himself before he gets disinherited. He sends him to this, like, faraway town on this island in the middle of, like, the ocean yeah. and says, you need to set up a post office and you need to, like, get them to send 6,000 letters in a year. And then uh, if you do that, I won't disinherit you. And you can do whatever you want after that point. You yeah. can come home. You can have your silk sheets. Um and so he is obviously extremely miserable about this fact, and he turns up, and it's worse than he could possibly imagine. Yeah. Everybody's fighting each other all the time. His dad set him up to fail. Yeah, basically. And the, um, uh, yeah, the, like, the post office is falling down and all that sort of stuff. So many post letters because they don't, they just fight. There are two clans, there's the crumbs and the, uh, I can't remember. The ginger ones. Yeah, the other ones. They just fight all the time. Yeah. And um, Joan Cusack is the voice of the oh, like yes. matriarch of one of them, uh, which Danny very cleverly spotted way before I... I was like, it's what's her face from Adam's family? <laughs> Debbie. Debbie. Yeah. I want a Bible body! <laughs> and when she said that, I was like, I can't not hear it anymore. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so he eventually succeeds because... Uh, he tries to go to all of the different houses and get them to give him letters, and he eventually goes to the cabin where our Santa lives off in the wilderness. So in the first, he tries to trick a trial into sending a letter. Yes, he tries to trick a trial into sending a letter, and then that doesn't happen. Yeah, he's like, Dad, it says he wants to post by that picture back to me. This little boy gives him a picture, and it's like him and him his house. Looking sad. Because everybody's sad, because everybody's miserable on this island, because they all hate each other. Yeah. Um, but he still has this letter in his bag when he goes to this, like, cabin out in the woods in the middle of nowhere, and he sees all of these, like, things, that wooden things that he's carved, all these toys and stuff, and then the, um, Santa character... He actually breaks into his house and then gets stuck. Yeah. Santa character's called Klaus, hence the name of the movie, um, comes back, and scares the, like, living heck out of him, and he runs off, and the letter falls out of his bag, and... Um, Klaus picks it up and he's like, oh, child, I shall make him happy with my toys. And tries to get the guy to post him. Yeah. And, Uh, like, turns up at his house in the dead of night and is like, take this to the Take this possible. Um, And they end up teaming up and, like, getting all the kids to write letters to you. No, 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 they do it successfully. And then he's like, he's one letter. And then then a bunch of kids hear about it, and then they come to his office, and they're like, will you take this letter to Mr. Klaus to help bring me a toy? And he's like, cha-ching! Yep. 
and uh, they keep doing this. Um, And, like, so he starts, his post office becomes kind of successful, and then his dad's like, oh, you actually made something of yourself. Like, there's a whole bunch of other stuff happens, but this is like... We're running the most important character of Margu. Oh, Margu. She's adorable. She's a little Sammy girl. Yeah, so they don't share any language, so she just turns up and he's like, I don't know what you're saying. What are you I eventually find out what she wants because she also wants to ask Klaus for something. Um, and uh, and he tries to make it for her because they'd had a falling out. Yeah. And then Klaus comes back and he's like, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll help you make the toy. Yeah. And then they take it to her. It's very sweet. It's very cute. And it's like a little snow sled slash like boat with a sail thing. And she slides around on it and the wind blows it. Oh, it's okay. like, oh. looks like so much fun. Oh, she's adorable. She is so cute. Um, yeah, anyway, getting back to the, the dad plot, uh, his dad is like, oh, you made a success of this, and comes back and reveals to all of the people who thought that he was just being friendly and helping them out that he was doing it for his own benefit, which obviously doesn't go down so well. Um, and it, so he thinks he has to leave and go back because nobody likes him anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's like, I actually really like it here now. I've like found meaning in my life. Um, and so he stays behind in the end. Yeah. And his dad lets him stay. Mm-hmm. Um... What are your thoughts on this? Because I have my own thoughts. Um, I'm going to say we don't see a huge... I mean... Obviously, setting your child up to basically fail is kind of a bad thing to do. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, it was clearly like a single swim thing. He's clearly at the end of his rope. His son had, like, complete, completely, I don't know, thrown his life away by that point. Mm-hmm. I think it was a bit at the end of his rope. He didn't know what to do. You could, like... I mean, you could sometimes try and do stuff before then. Mm. You don't know what they were like. It was a bit where he was like, oh, daddy, do you remember when I used to, like, watch you post letters? He's like, daddy, when I grow up, I want to be a postman. So at some point, their relationship was at least cute. Yeah, when he was a kid. I think it it was definitely the point where, like, he was an adult now, yeah. and he needed to be able to make his own decisions, but he'd never been in a situation where he really had yeah. to... Um, I think this was good for him. It, it could have been bad. It could have been bad for him. I think, like, one positive thing is I felt like the dad, even though he was giving him this, like, terrible, terrible assignment, I did think he did. He still had some amount of faith that he, that he could pull it off. That, like, he believed in his kid a little bit. Yeah. Even I though his expectation wanted, was probably... What he wanted was to see some effort. I think if he put any effort in at all, his dad would have been, like, cool. Yeah, you've improved. I'm happy with this. Yeah. I'm not going to disinherit you. Yeah. Like, you've learned something from this. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, you don't see that much of him, though, because it is right at the very beginning and then right yeah. at the very end. I don't know. I think complex. We can't really say. Pilot? Yeah. He he knew his son quite well, I thought, because <laughs> when they were on the boat and we were going back and he saw that he was looking sad, he was like... He clearly figured out why, and he was like, you can stay. You can stay if you want to. Yeah. Like, you don't have to come back. Um, I think he just wants his son to, like, be happy and have some kind of goal and some kind of purpose in life, which I don't think is unreasonable. No. Let's say valid. Yeah, okay. I was going to go on complex bordering valid, but we can go with valid. Let's go with valid. It's it's Christmas. It is Christmas. It's a Christmas miracle, everybody. Well, it's the winter holiday season. No matter what, you celebrate. That's true. Hanukkah. 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 Yule. Yule? Kwanzaa is that American holiday, right? 
I all I know about Kwanzaa is that it's in Futurama. Mm. Um, Other know. things. Mm, what else? Chinese New Year isn't until February. Yeah. No. And Diwali's already happened. It's already happened. So yeah. Happy yeah. holidays, everybody. Happy holiday. Listen to it whenever you would like. Mm-hmm. Cool. Other dads. There are various village fathers. Around. Yes. There are various village fathers. Uh there's Margot's dad. Yes. You don't he's gonna be a flatliner. He yeah. he hugs his his wife and his kid like one time on screen, and that's basically all we see of him. Yeah. Uh there is the dad who's like the head of the is he the head of the um No, not the crumbs. crumbs the no. other one. And he's got like his daughter <gasps> yes. who he's very supportive of. He's very supportive. He's like, You're doing amazing, sweetie, and she's just licking an envelope. With her yeah. big tongue. She's a very yeah. tall girl. She's just sitting there. Like, he's, she's not even looking at it. She's sitting there with her tongue out and people are passing envelopes across her tongue so that she looks slow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They're, they're, they're making all of these letters to be posted so that, his, that they can get rid of the postman, basically. It's not really relevant. Yeah. Um, yeah. Although, he, I don't think he's teaching his daughter very good moral lessons. He's like, we should always hate this other family all the time and always, like, try and stop them in every way possible. He's always supportive of her. He is always supportive of her. So valid. <laughs> <laughs> valid even if your goal is, like, complete annihilation of the other he clan. Fuck, when she finds this, she falls in love with the crumb boy. Yes. He's like, oh, oh get fine. They get married at the end. Um, and they and he goes to the wedding, even though he does look like he's gritting his teeth. He's like, oh. Yeah. Um, and then there's the... Dad of the little boy who makes the picture. Sad picture. Yeah. Mm. And he ends up, the little boy ends up playing with one of the um, other family. Yeah. Like, little girls who's, like, living next door to them. And he um, gets, they get caught. And his dad takes him to, like, the head of the family. And then her mom takes her to the head of the family. And then they hold up this, like, big montage where they're like, you should not play with your enemies. We've we've hated each other for thousands of years. This is totally. This is tradition. Don't mess it up for us. Yeah. And I'm like, mm, not great. Not great. But then after like all the children, because all the children, um, uh, the postman Jasper tells them that if they're naughty, Santa will know, and they'll give them coal. <laughs> Mostly because he was supposed to be delivering a present to one kid, and then he realized it was the kid that like threw a snowball at him when he first called arrived. Him so he and he called him names, so he put. He was like, put coal, and he was like, take that. Um, and then all the children were like, oh, Santa won't. He means do you? He's like, yes, I'm naughty. And so they start being nice to everybody, and it may, and eventually this like wins over pretty, um, pretty much everybody in the island apart from like the main. All the all the parents are like. Like, oh my god, the children are doing all of their chores. They're being so nice. They start being nice to, like, old people, like, giving them, like, apples and stuff like that. And it kind of just infects the whole town. So everybody's happier and nicer. Um, and at this point, his dad makes him, like, a... Uh, you think he's going to put the... Ho- he's going to patch up the hole in the wall between the two sides of town. Yeah, so that he, he can't play with his yeah. friend anymore. But he, he makes instead of this big kind of, like, like jungle gem thing. Mm. Uh, for them to play on, it's like a ship or something. I don't yeah, it's like it's some, got some kind of theme anyway. Yeah. Uh, it's a very impressive piece of craftsmanship, I have to say. That he made all by himself. Yeah, and then he like he he's chilled out and it's nice. Like, mm. And he invites the uh, he, like they actually invite the other yeah. ones to come and play. Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. And so you're like, okay, you've you were shocked by this at the beginning because it went against what you knew, 
but you have come round yeah. and you're being supportive of your kid. Yeah. So I'm I'm gonna go with Valid actually, yeah. I think for right. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. We can't it's, it's very sad we can't rate Klaus as a dad because he never had any kids. He's very sad about this. He's Father, he's father Christmas now. He is Father Christmas. He's valid. He's valid for everybody. Valid. <laughs> yeah, at the end, he actually becomes Father Don't Christmas. No, okay. I'm, I cut out it out. I'm sorry. <laughs> I made Danny cry. I cried. She did cry. Can confirm. Mm. Actually tearing up. I was tearing up, but now I'm okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, I think that's all the dads, right? Yeah. Cool. We'll do some more Christmas dads next year. I'm sure that one's be nice. There's loads of Christmas dads. Like, loads. I'm sure there'll be plenty. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Merry Christmas, everybody. Waiting at the microphone, you can't see me. I know, I did the exact same thing.